It's Tuesday, August. Nope. Tuesday, <laughs> April 19th, 2022, back in the studio live from Twitch. That's right. The Mostly Superheroes crew is going live when we bring in these episodes. Scotty Scoop, the Giggler, going back in the archive, talking about a film from 1998. We're not done with vampires quite yet. That's right. It's time for Blade. And this is Mostly Superheroes. Welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live-action superhero stuff. I'm your host, Logan, back here again, live, out to the sound waves, out there on Twitch. If you're watching, can you believe it? This is crazy. Giggler, how the hell are you? I'm great, buddy. How are you? What do you I mean, listen to me. I said it was I, August. I, I, <laughs> I mean, it didn't take long for the first error, but... It was the luckily, first words out of my mouth. There was an probably, unforced error there, out of Logan. There was no one on at that point to hear it, so it's okay. We don't know. Scotty Scoop. Wait, are you saying there's no one in there yet? Oh, there's... We're up in the thousands now. Andy, yes. Think about it. People listening from the future, when you look back at these early live episodes, we still have to pretend that there's a stadium of people just yes. giving it up. I have a feeling that the Twitch servers are under great strain <laughs> right now yes. as we speak. And we're looking at it, right? Like you have it on your guys' like phones? Like, are yeah. we, Is it happening? Is it yeah, live? We have a chat room. This is a brand new component that we have done once before on the show. And we said it from day one that we'd always want to have live shows. I mean, what is it? What, what, what makes radio great? The live component. We got the live studio phone that we want people to call into. And now we got live chat on Twitch. Scotty, you're a Twitch user. You know about this. Yes. We were talking about like the different platforms to try. What is it about Twitch you think that's going to feel good for us? Uh, man, there's just a lot of people on Twitch just looking for something to watch. Yeah, it's like a different kind of YouTube now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a lot mm -hmm. of live stuff. Uh, and and I think a lot of uh, niche stuff. Yes. 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 I actually follow some podcasts on there. We're going to feature a podcast radio show that's on Twitch. They wrote in about Blade. We're going to feature that during the meet today. Nice. Uh, Andy, who is Blade to you, man? Dude. Was this like pulling one out that like, I feel like you and I, I mean, I'm wearing For a Power Rangers sweater. <laughs> yeah. Scotty came in pumped about this thing. You got X-Men going. X-Men. But Blade to you. I mean, I just was like, how did I watch this at 10 years old? I have no idea. But I mean, um, that probably messed you up. He's a bad, <laughs> bad mother effer. That's for sure. Explains a lot. Yeah. No kidding. I can't wait to get into it. A lot of vampires lately. A lot of Batman. Uh, here's another one. And I can't wait to talk about it. But we got some fans to feature. We are so pumped to be here in the studio. We are live. Scott, is there anyone you want to say hi to? Uh, Tegan. I hope Tegan's watching. And if they're not yet, they'll still hear it because oh, guess yeah. what? Our episodes will still come out on Monday and Sunday on Patreon. Oh, yeah. So those shout outs will still be there. Giggler, anyone you want to say hi um, to? My dog, TJ, and my wife, Stephanie. In that order. Yeah. Yes. 
Okay, sign still delivered. Let's open both. up with, as we always do, the fan. Fan mail. Real special treat for fan mail today because we're featuring one of the show's oldest fans. Not like... 90, an old- 95. <laughs> God, right, right into it. Right as, as the words came out of my mouth, I saw Scott gearing up for that. Uh, no, this is one of the fans from day one, Shazib Malik. You can follow him on Instagram at the Shazib Malik. This guy was one of our first people to follow us on Instagram. Not only that, but kind of had a reputation for liking our posts 30 seconds, one minute into being posted. The only person faster than me to like him, usually. And here we have it the giggler with a conversation with Shazib. Shazib says, disappointed about. Disappointed, but not surprised about Morbius. Love the breakdown from you guys. Thank you, man. He says, I've been good, my guy. Just waiting on Marvel to announce a Secret Wars movie. Also, need our three Spider-Men to re- return ASAP. Ahan6767, a.k.a. The Giggler, comes in and says, Secret Wars is my dream movie? Maybe Multiverse of Madness will make it happen eventually. Andy, is this true? Secret Wars, that's what you're waiting for. That was the first uh, comic that I went into in the when I got the Marvel Unlimited app, and mm-hmm. I just kind of got obsessed with it, and I, I just wanted to see it in live action so bad, and it would look so great, and I, I, I think everyone would agree. Um, Scott, and, Scott, what do you think? I was going to say. That's uh, debut of Black Suit Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's a big introduction. And this is going to be like one of those crazy stories where it's like, who's who? I mean, just, just like it's multiple gonna be, it's versions gonna be a game of characters the whole time. Like, is this a real person? Yeah. Is this a real person? We could see it could be anything. Multiple versions of a lot of different characters. Be wild. Hell Maybe yeah. Multiple blades. Yeah. I, I mean, throw Wesley Snipes in there. I mean, I, I feel like you can get a version of every character at this point. I think you're right. Doctor Strange of Ma- uh, Multiverse of Madness is the movie to do it. Shazib, it was great to hear from you, my friend. Thank you so much for continuing to support the pod and reach out. We'll keep featuring you just like that. And with that, we want to talk about our studio phone. Of course, we want to hear your voice at 754-CALL-LOG. That's 754-225-5564. Save it in your phone. As mostly superheroes, we do have a fan voicemail today from old family friend, Aaron S., we've heard from him before. Let's hear from him again on Spider-Man No Way Home. Hello again. This is Aaron. I'm not going to say my last name, so you don't have to bleep it out. Um, uh, currently watching uh, Spider-Man No Way Home for the second time in a row. Literally, it finished and I restarted it. Was going to ask this question on Facebook, but didn't want to blow that up too much. But honest question do you believe that Ned is going to be working with either uh, Wong or Doctor Strange in the future? Since at the end of the movie, he realized that he was able to produce a portal and it kind of caught Doctor Strange by surprise. Uh, not only that, but with the multiverses being tied together in some sort of way at this point, do you anticipate another movie that is going to feature not only one, but all three of the uh, Spider-Mans again? Um, sorry, tons of questions. Don't want to take up too much time, but definitely interested in talking more on this movie and what could possibly come of it since we have Sinister Six coming up, I believe, uh, hopefully end of this year, beginning of next year. But thank you guys again for all of your informative information and keeping us up to date. 
Sorry, it took so long for me to get back on Spider-Man No Way Home, but could not go to the theaters. But definitely, thank you again. All right, let's give it up for Aaron and Shazib. Solid. Pretty good fan mail today. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, man, we have, I mean, any excuse to talk about this movie. Spider-Man No Way Home exploded in December. I mean, we're now in, coming up on May been a while and there's some things that kind of lingered from the movie that we never really kind of get into real deep first up his question about ned i mean he's got magic now yeah he's got the uh he's got the touch magic touch his grandma apparently had magic in her yeah he gets the sling ring he's making portals he's like an active role in the fight against the spider-man villains um yeah i think we're gonna see more of this happen he he wears the cape and flies oh yeah yeah um, they, they alluded to that just like the whole movie but also kind of did the parallels of like him kind of turning on Peter as well. So who knows I mean, yeah, we where, had, we which talk route of that goes, or it could be both maybe. The other Spider-Man's friends and how they turned and died. You know, it's kind of foreshadowing for sure. Yeah. And I think we know for sure that in the comic books, Ned Leeds is a villain. Oh my gosh. And he's got these powers now. So it's like sometimes I can just turn a person. You know, as as much as I would like to see some sort of uh, uh, Ned working with uh, uh, Doctor Strange or Wong. Yeah. I mean, those are Marvel characters, and we'll really have to see if into the the future if Sony and Marvel can get it together and and make something like that work. Exactly, because, I mean, we just talked about Morbius and the whole thing with the deals and Michael Keaton and Sony. Well, does Sony have some kind of deal with, what's his name? But it plays Ned. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, what's his name? You guys remember his name? Jake. He's definitely Ned Leeds is a Sony character. He's a Sony. That's a Sony property. Right. Do they have Spider-Man a, is a Sony movie. It's like, do they have a film deal with Ned for so many Spider-Man right. movies or right. movies in general? Yeah. yeah. It's like, gosh, how much is it getting to rights from a storytelling perspective? I think we're all here for it. I mean, Ned is a shining light in all those. Spider-Man oh, yeah. Movies. He's great. True. So, true. Um, next part of this was, you know, we're going to see these Spider-Man again. Let's just get kind of quick to this multiverse of madness right around the corner here. And I mean, we're like, what, like 10 days do it. I mean, it's close. And there are rumors galore about Toby being in this thing. I've heard. I mean, I stay away from that stuff, but I do hear like the, you know, you see the stuff. You can't ignore it. Not everything. And plus some of it's hilarious because I just want to get into it. Scotty, do you think we're seeing Toby, Andrew, even Tom in this movie coming up? No. Do you think we're going to see Toby ever again? Yes. When? How? (laughs) You know, I think Sony realizes, uh, especially after the huge drop that Morbius took into its, uh, I think, third weekend or second weekend, it was historic, uh, that maybe they might have to get one of these guys back to to really make the, the dump truck back up to the door. Yeah. With the money. Yeah, for sure. What do you think, Andy? We're going to see Toby in Multiverse of I, I really hope we see all three of them in Multiverse of yeah, I know you hope but, so, but, like, but is it actually going to happen? Like, if I you're bet, asking me, I'm saying no. I'd, I'd say odds we see one of one of the three. Yeah, because like, if Toby's in there again, you'd almost be kind of like, yeah, it's too, he's here again? Too soon, I think. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be... I just don't know where they're going with, with the Spider-Man universe, with the villain-verse, and the and what what's the next Tom Holland movie going to be? Like, I, yeah. The only what route they're going to go here. So the only chance I think we got is it's the same director. 
Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, and the, yeah. The okay. Three original Spider Man. Okay, great yeah, point. It's the same director. Yeah, Sam's like Sam Raimi is yeah. texting Toby, and he's like, "What do you think?" Like, hey man, you know. He's like, "What? Sh- do- we'll have you walk through the background wearing a Spider Man T shirt, or like, hey, make him like Doctor Strange's like assistant. I want to yeah. see him in the cape." <laughs> All right, Aaron S. Hope you enjoyed a little highlight of Spider Man No Way Home, a movie that we'll always treasure and talk about a lot on this show. Jazeeb, appreciate you, man, as well. Let's get into the news. News and rumors. One piece of news today in MCU Town. It finally happened out of comicbook.com. We got the link to this in today's show description. Thor, Love, and Thunder. The trailer is here. The poster is dropped. It's out there. Everyone's going crazy. We have finally seen a glimpse of this movie. The fans that have been begging for this trailer are pumped. It dropped just yesterday. Today's the 19th. And yesterday, yeah, just one day ago, it's out there. It's fresh. I haven't seen it. I'm not trying to, like, be spoiler-free about it by any means, but I haven't watched it. I don't plan on watching it, and I want to hear about what you guys think about it. So, Scotty Scoop, what do you got on Thor, Love and Thunder? First of all, comments on the poster. Then, number two, comments on the trailer. Uh, Comments on the poster. I love this poster. I love the uh, just the simplicity. I love the, the, the look of the... Uh, classic Thor logo uh, screams 80s. And and I think they, from the, the last Thor movie, I think they found their their niche and they're just, they're, they're going full into it. Okay. And I love it. You're into it. Yes. I mean, do you want to talk about anything specific in this trailer? We can get into specifics. I don't mind. If you guys want, like, if, you know, for the fans that are like, spoiler alert for the trailer, if you don't want to hear about it, go ahead. I mean, I don't want to ruin anything for you. I saw some things from just like stills. I saw, all right, here we go. Fat Thor doing like workout. Fat Thor, you know, slinging some chains. Slinging some chains. Chris Killian it out. Chris Killian tweet. Yeah. Giggler, what'd you think of the trailer? Oh, man. I love it. Like this, this poster, I, I I need this printed. It's so like colorful. Yeah. It looks like a, beautiful. The 80s is perfect. It's like a He Man. It's kind of being type feel. And uh, I mean, this isn't spoiling any from the trailer, but sweet child of mine. Oh yeah! Damn! Wow, was that like yeah. a spoiler without a spoiler? I mean, the, I know the song. The, it was set to the trailer was set to "Sweet Child," and it, oh, it kind of built up to it. And once it started playing, I was like, "All right, I'm going. I'm yeah. in. I'm in for this." Oh, I can't. I saw some like Thor flashbacks. I saw some like you're getting some younger Thor mixed in. Yeah. We're obviously going to get uh, Natalie Portman in here coming in to take over. Apparently, maybe Thor's powers. That's the kind of comic book lore but like how that happens and the story that we're about to see with Taika Waititi back on board Chris Hemsworth here now in his 10th appearance of the character in the MCU it's yeah it's wow. getting up yeah there. I mean this is a fourth movie that's it's just crazy it's insane and, and I can't wait Thor Ragnarok easily one of my top favorite um but you're you guys agree the trailer the poster you guys here for this any problems that you see the uh going into this nothing I mean th- to be fair this was a very thin teaser trailer yes, is a teaser. you know a minute minute and a half maybe mm-hmm. and i think they're holding a lot of stuff super close until after multiverse of madness yes no, um, no villain it was even shown in this no unless i yeah. missed anything we we know who the villain is but they did not show anything i mean you're gonna get the guardians yes oh yeah for sure of, of, we of plenty Star-Lord. plenty of star lord and the rest of the guardians in this trailer can't wait yeah. Cannot wait for this film. July 8th. Mark your calendars. Thor, Love, and Thunder. I mean, I cannot. It says it on the poster. The one and only. And it's uh, really true. I mean, this is, I mean, my favorite Avenger here. Chris Hemsworth's back. Let's go do it. 
All right, let's stay in the MCU and get into what we're watching. What you watching? I always love that what you watch. It's just clapping. It's like, <laughs> what you watching? Uh, that what you watching? That's where we tell you what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're doing. And this week we are in the MCU, keeping it going. A brand new TV series is out there. We're on the 33rd title of the MCU. I mean, when I say 33rd title, that's this is my list, right? These are the, the numbers I come up with. This was the 33rd produced title from Marvel Studios. Yeah. Because the MCU now contains, it seems like, a lot of different movies, whether they belong to Sony or whatever else. But I just want you to know, when I talk about that number, I'm talking about Marvel Studios produces Moon Knight. Three episodes out, three to go. They're on Disney+. Plus. I want to talk all about this show. We are actually sacrificing our own personal what you watchings this week so that we could fit in two big superhero titles. Talking about MCU now, Moon Knight, we're going to save the meat. Sticking in the Marvel universe, though, really. Talking about Blade. Can't wait for it after the break. Let's get into this series right now. A little bit of background. This came out on March 30th, 2022. It's streaming on Disney+. Plus. Some filming locations. We're using IMDb. Budapest, Hungary, production company, obviously. Marvel Studios. Starring Oscar Isaac as Mark Spector. Ethan Hawke as Arthur Harrow. May Calmaway as Layla. L. Fowley. I gave it a shot. And also F. Murray Abraham as Khonshu, the Egyptian god. So far, ratings are doing pretty well for Moon Knight. 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb. And once again, Google users just kind of seeming to like anything that's on the internet. 92%. It's always high. <laughs> yeah. It's always a high 90s. I love the positivity, Google. I love, hey, people on Google are just like, I like it. Why not? And a little bit about what this is. We're talking about Moon Knight. This show is about Stephen Grant, who discovers he's been granted the powers of an Egyptian moon god, but then finds out that these newly found powers can both be a blessing and a curse to his troubled life. Let's get into it right now. I want to hear from the guy that was most excited for this. Andy, I think you and I were kind of in the same boat. I was pretty pumped. I think you were more pumped than me. I think Scotty Scoop takes the win. I want to hear about you going into the series, and how has the first three gone for you so far? You know, I was so pumped for this show, and uh, I sat down, turned it on, and I was immediately sucked in to this universe. I liked that it uh, it just immediately took you in. Well, let's say spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for the, for the show. Yep. And I think it really put you off and, and kind of made you feel for the character because he's lost and confused. And you're kind of lost and confused. Like, what is going on? You know, mm -hmm. it's here, it's there. Things are happening. He's, he's passing out. He's waking up. Who am I? What happened? How did I get here? Why am I surrounded by these people with guns? You know what's going on, man. This is quickly becoming my favorite show. Wow! Oh man, that's a good opening. Wow. Yeah. Giggler, how how has it gone for you so far? I'm I'm enjoying it for sure. Every episode, I feel like gets better and better. Um, I I'm really excited to see what I guess tomorrow's episode for us. Um. By the time this was released to the public, 
what we're already be talking about almost the end of the show. I mean, we got yeah. what three, two, two, two left after tomorrow. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it's I, I love the the longer episodes, especially for a show that like I need a lot to like tell me what's going on here and like introduce me to this character and even this main character is multiple characters in itself. So it's a lot to a lot to handle and definitely it's confused me at times for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm as as it goes on, it, it definitely does a better job of like giving you the vibe of what's going on for sure. Well, Andy, I'm w- right there with you. I think that uh, what we're going to do today is we're going to help everybody out because there are a lot of questions. This is a show of questions. I, I'm right. I, I realized it from you know episode one. This is everything. Who, how, where, when? Like you don't know anything about this. Like they just drop you into this guy, like Scotty said, jumping around, and let's get right into the story and see if we can kind of navigate our way through what Moon Knight has been so far. Answer some of the most glaring questions that I'm sure that fans have. And maybe folks like us that, you know, parts of it were confusing. And I think Scotty Scoop will probably help us out on a lot of this because he's enjoying it quite a bit. Oh, yeah. So three episodes out. We don't have to go episode by episode by any means. We can kind of jump around. But, you know, first episode we're meeting again is uh, Andy. uh, Great point. Lots of characters. So Stephen. What's his last name? Stephen Grant. This is who we meet. This is the guy who like everything's happening to, right? Like he's got this life. He works at a museum. He works at a gift shop. He's got a really great knowledge of Egyptian history and things, but he's blacking out. And why is he blacking out? Well, cut to he's got another personality inside of him. You know, this could be almost called just, you know, classic personality, you know, disorder where you have another person inside of you. His name is Mark Spector and he's a mercenary. Not only that, but we find out that whenever he changes, he turns into this crazy killing machine. Into the first episode, man, perfect. Just that first look at Moon Knight, full-on costume. Scotty Scoop, talk to me about what this look of Moon Knight and the transformation into this, you know, hero, anti-hero. I don't even know what to call this guy yet. You know, what do you see whenever you see that come on screen for the first time? Man, I was, uh, I was floored of how good the costume looks. Uh, very classic Moon Knight look. Um, you know they 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 tweaked it a little bit to make it look more mummyish. Mm-hmm. You know, with the wrappings. Usually, it's just a just like a straight white on white, and this one uh, they made it a little off white and, and and more strapping and and stuff like that. Uh, I thought it was great. I like that it took the whole episode, and then just at the end, you got that little you know, maybe 30 second glimpse of, uh, Moon Knight. And, uh, yeah, the jackal's coming. Yeah. It's time for me to save you. Chasing, uh, Steven around the museum and you hear, you know, or not, not even here, but it's the mirrors that they use in the show that I think is a great tool where you can see him talk to himself. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and he, he sees Mark, like, just let me take over. Yeah, let me take over. I yep. can save us. It's going to kill you. You've got to let me take control of the body. And this is, as far as we know, the first time this has ever happened. Yeah, they, to, to him. me, this is happening for the first time. Right. Like everybody's confused. Yeah, Mark's a little confused. Steven's a little confused. Like this is happening right. fresh. And, and we drop in thinking that Stephen, yeah, is the guy. Right. You know, and then he starts talking to Mark. And he's hearing this voice in his head, you know, saying, this guy's an idiot, you know, give him back the body, 
And you're like, what is going on? Yeah, he's like, we got here. I'm stuck with the idiot again. Yeah. It's episode one where we get that crazy sequence of Mark in the other like country and we meet yeah. for the first time. He wakes up in the other country. Where we meet, which is like this isolated, like village type place. Help me with the story here, but this is where we meet Ethan Hawk. Yeah. Who plays wait, we can Arthur Harrow right here. Arthur Harrow. Yeah, Arthur Harrow. And he's leading this like group of people. They're guarding this apparently piece of Egyptian treasure. Yes. It's a compass. Yeah, they're looking for their scarab. It's a scarab. Yes. And like with it, like, you know, I don't, we don't really know yet, but like we know that mercenary Mark was over there to, I mean, he got his hands on it. Yeah. And Ethan Hawke. You know, Somehow. Harrow was like, give it back. Steven's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Steven then wakes up at his house and is like, that was definitely a dream. Yeah. Until, I think that was episode two probably. It, until he lost like, Three days of his life. Yeah, that was it, right? The, he had a date set up with a girl. Like, yeah. this guy's a regular dude just trying to, like, go on a date. And, like, he knows there's a problem. Two days have gone by now. He knows there's a problem. He's having to chain himself to the bed. Yes. You know, but as far as he knows, it's just like a sleepwalking problem. It's yeah. A, it's a goldfish problem. Yeah. It's the title <laughs> of the episode. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. What's that mean? That's it's uh, the, his uh, gold his goldfish. Oh right, because it's it's he th grown. He thought it was or it's got yeah, it's like regenerated or it's a different one. The fin is different. Yeah, it's it, like it had it only had one fin, but now it has two. Right, and he takes it back to the pet store. I mean, I I mean, I, I understand. You know, I've I've had sleepwalking problem for years, and I saw that chain to the bed, and I thought like I thought about that. Yeah, so he's going for he's just trying to like manage it, but it's been happening long enough. By the time they drop us in, you know, maybe you know couple weeks or so yeah sand around the bed tape around the door frame yeah just crazy yes all the little tricks to make sure i didn't leave we find out more <laughs> about mark scepter he's stashing stuff around the house including a cell phone where we find out about a character named layla uh steven essentially gets his hands on this and meets mark scepter's wife yeah married married this is his wife yeah and she's like she she doesn't believe his his spiel. She doesn't even remotely believe him. She's yeah. like, what is this accent? She who is has Steven? no idea who Steven is. Right. Which really puts us, the viewer, off. Yes. Because Steven was the guy we were introduced to. Steven's the main and guy. And he's the only guy we know. Yeah. To you, you're you like, know? he's the guy with the job and the life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the normal guy. You know, the normal guy. The guy that, right. Yeah. Mark's the guy that showed up. And then we learn more about Mark and his relationship with, what's that God's name again? Khonshu. Khonshu. Is this a character you're familiar with? Uh, yeah, it's the main it's main guy. Main Moon Knight villain. Uh, no, well, no. Well, he's, I'm sorry. He's, he's where Moon he's Knight where, he's where gets he comes his from. power, yeah. That's like what Moon Knight is. Yes, is Mark's, from... Mark Spector is the fist of Khonshu. The fist of Khonshu. Yes. So Khonshu is its own thing. Yes. And Mark apparently owes this guy some debt. Yeah. And he's working off a debt to like in a certain amount of time to be free of Kanchu. Also, he didn't say Ethan Hawke's character, Harrow, Arthur Harrow. Arthur Harrow. He tells Steven, I used to have the voices too. Yep. I used, I, to, have, I used to have this whole problem, this whole thing. I used to be the fist of Kanchu. Yeah. Definitely probably like upset that he's not anymore. Yeah. Apparently. Like he's like, oh, look at this guy fumbling around. So we got three different entities taking over the same body. But like I don't like that's as far as I know. Like we that's still it. don't know why, we still don't know when. There's got to be more than 3, I bet. 
Oh, there's they're coming. Definitely more than three. Right. Like <laughs> there's three at the beginning. It's right. got to be gonna start. Well, they, there's there's two. Yeah, there's two. There's Mark and Steven. Uh, Mark we've saw turns into Moon Knight, and Steven gets in a predicament and turns into a character called Mr. Knight. And he's wearing like a suit. He's like they keep telling him, summon the suit. Yeah, he's like summon right, the summon, suit. Summon the suit. Summon the suit. So he summons a suit. And he's just wearing And he's suit. just wearing a suit. So like he can he can become yes. Moon Knight like, essentially. It's the body that has the power. Yeah. And not the personality. Yeah, the personality that's driving that's driving gets to pick. Gets to pick the outward so, appearance. Yeah. So, so that's, like for Mark Spector, he's like, I got this cape. And for right. Steven, he's like, I got this suit. I got the suit. And like okay. for Conchu- for Arthur Harrow, it may have been like, I got this big tall outfit. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we'll know. And you're saying there's more on the way. There is. Uh, uh, well, I mean, if we move on to episode three. Let's talk about it. Get into it. Talk, yeah. talk me through episode three, because this is a whole different kind of episode. Yeah. Episode three, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, mm-hmm. um, we get some... Issues where Kanshu is saying, hey, we got a problem. They're kind of summoning a, uh, uh, a a group of us. Yes. Gods. Yeah. And uh, they're right. kind of meeting. Put, they're kind of going to put us on trial. Yeah. What is this? Is it's what like, it seems it's like. It's a group of like, they're in a, they're in, they're in a, a pyramid. Yeah. So they show up at the end of uh, episode two. Mark wakes up in Egypt. Right, because, oh, because the girl, go, he's like, his wife is like, where are we going? And he's like, where do you think? Yeah, where do you think? Like, this is Moon Knight. We're going to the, the to, to Egypt. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they get this group of gods that, like, you can see they all have their own Egyptian god. Yes. And the many, they, many gods. And how do they show this, right? Like, there's the people there, like, we're here to meet, we're their vessel. Oh, our eyes light up. Now you know that now the, you god know that the gods have taken Avatars. Over. That's what yeah, they call they them. They call avatars. them avatars. I was like, <laughs> that's and a Stephen made movie. the made the joke about yes. the blue guys or oh, yeah. the cartoon. Yeah, he's like, like the blue guys? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we're on trial because he's like this misfit god. Yeah. And they don't like how he handles business. No. Uh and and he really doesn't like the other gods. Yeah, he's not a fan. He's because just yelling they, at them. They kind of left, and he said he's the one who stuck around yeah. with the humans. Mm-hmm. Um and like he's out there, like you're out there putting on this suit, showboating around, yeah. saving people out in the open. Like that's not what we do. We said a long time ago, we won't meddle. Like this is very much like it sounded like Eternals. Yes, it's like a con, con, uh, like a common thing between right. groups. We just won't do anything. Yeah, uh, could be a uh, a new thread for the rest of this phase. Yes, uh, a lot of gods showing up. Yeah, from different well, realms. Yes, there's a lot of them. All right, what uh, else happens in episode three? They we, go through the trial. It's, it's we get some some flashes uh, where Mark wakes up. Some some things have gone down, some violence, and he's looking in the mirror at Stephen like, "What did you do?" And Stephen's like, "I didn't do this." Right. And Mark's like, "Well, I didn't do this." Okay. So. Oh man, see, I, I like I totally missed that. Yeah. There's Did some... you miss that? I I didn't really catch that at first. Yeah. yeah okay. There's, so like they're already like teasing the, this out. The, they're they're talking to each other like something happened. I don't know what happened. Yeah. And you don't know what happened. Okay. 
<laughs> who knows what happened? Yeah. Like, okay. All right. Well, this is somebody else. This is DID, dissociative identity disorder. Mm. Uh, there's obviously another, another person. Yeah. In this body. Yeah. This Here is like uh, what's that '90s flick with about the, about the girl and she has the uh, she has the multi multi personality disorder. She's and she's wake. It feels like Memento, right? She's waking up in oh, every yeah. different room. It's like oh, days have now gone by. Somebody else was in control. Anyway, like you're, I'm hearing the echoes of like different style right. stories. Um, all right, what happens? What else goes down in three? They 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 meet with these folks. Uh, there's somebody else on the horizon that's maybe going to take over this body. What ends up happening with? Uh, oh man, we have like a longer dialogue with Arthur Harrow trying to snitch yeah. on him. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what, like he kind he kind of like takes him into his house, right? With all of the people, and shows him like, around, shows him around, and he and, goes, "You don't have to listen to him." Right? He's like, he's gonna try to get you to do whatever, and if you don't do it, like nothing changes. Yeah. What is he gonna do? And and what what have we seen him do? Right? We've seen him like trick Stephen into like, you know, giving over the mantle. Like we don't right. need this weakling. He likes Mark because Mark's like this tough mercenary. Mark's the yeah the guy who does what he he's says. He's the fist. Yes. Well, then who like? But he's but but when you have the body, like you can still turn into like the suit to yeah something else. And and when he takes over as Mister Knight, and and is starting to fight and realizes at some point, uh, maybe I'm not as good as I should be to finish this fight. Then he lets Mark take back over and and kind of finish the job. Yeah. Against the Jackal. Um, yes, the Jackal. Which I'm like, that was that real. Right, because it probably wasn't. Who knows? Because like, if it was real, like, was that jackal coming after somebody? You know, because uh, I think it was in episode two uh-huh. when uh, the f- Stephen is looking at the footage. And right. He's like, "Watch, watch," and there's nothing. Nothing happening. You know, I, is it all in his mind? Well, I then, think it's real. I think we, that just humans can't see it. Yeah, it's only. Only gods or that. Because we, we right. see in episode no three. no one sees Khonshu. We see in episode three, there's another fight against the Jackal that Layla can't see the Jackal. But it's, and she's still getting thrown well, she's and tossed. Yeah. She throws her down. It's right. scratched. You're right. It's yeah. totally She like, threw like, water on it or something. Yeah. It's right. totally that, Or real. something on it. Yeah. Was it paint? No. It was like on its head or yeah. something. And it yeah. was like, it was just barely, you could see it. Okay. So this is probably happening then. Okay. Right. Um, you get some uh, exposition from... Arthur uh, saying, you know, you're you're broken. Mm-hmm. Did Khonshu choose you because you're broken or did he break you? Right. You know, and it seems like maybe Khonshu has chosen him because he's broken and easier to control. And I think maybe he might be too broken. Yeah, you know, he's really fragile, you know, and maybe... Steven has gotten to Mark, and that maybe Khonshu has created another personality. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's to like, control. did this start because these guys had personality disorders? Right, yeah. Or, the, right. or is this because of what Khonshu's doing to this body? Like, there's only one god, so it kind of seems like the person has multiple personalities. Right. And, like, Ethan, or Arthur Harrow doesn't seem like he has multiple personalities. He right. seems like he's just the, so far. So far, yeah. And then in episode five, I'm sure, will be, like, the tell-off. Oh, yeah, it's usually around the end of episode it's four, like the and, and then episode five. Yeah, 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 end of episode you know, four, maybe. There's going to be a tell-all. Yeah, eventually, like, there's going to be, like, oh, 
Yes. Oh, that's what was before right. episode one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Hey, we're we're catching on. We're yep. paying attention. <laughs> All right. And how'd the episode kind of come to a close? What are we looking at uh, at the end of this thing? I do believe there was some some sort of weird star shift. Yes, that, this was crazy. That yeah. We need to see this constellation because it'll help this program know something. Something. Like it's going to help us know the next thing to do. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, one big problem, the stars were different 2,000 years ago. Great solution. One of my powers is spinning the sky into the past. He remembers every night. He remembers every night. Not only that, but like, hold on to your butts. Right. You remember that twisty stand-up ride at the carnival? (laughs) (laughs) You're basically on that, and it's going infinitely faster. Right. Gets it where it needs. But like this also sets off red flags, right? There's gonna be there's gonna be ramifications of this. Kanchu says they're gonna know I did this. The yeah. gods are already mad at us. We had yep. that trial earlier today. Um, not only that, but like Harrow sees this, Ethan Hawk, and he go he like sees the sky spinning. So he's like aware of it. everyone sees it. Oh yeah, like the whole planet. This is <laughs> like yeah. right or just the town? No, I mean I, I was confused. I'm a, <laughs> I'm gonna assume it's the entire planet. <laughs> Somebody's everybody's gonna wake up and go, What is going on? Do you remember first that like remember yeah. when that giant face came out of the sky and now the stars are spinning? Like I wasn't and, done talking about the snap. Right. We were all snapped. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna guess that no, this earth. like nobody actually saw that. Maybe only it was like hypothetical. We were just seeing it on screen. No, those know. people were like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really? mean, maybe it was only in the town. I don't know. But there were uh, people obviously looking up at the sky like Okay, and am I? Were we missing any big ending there? They, that's what they see. So right? he turns into, they turn Kanchu into stone, right? Yeah, there was like a and big climax here. Basically, he's Mark Spector and Stephen Grant are powerless, and Kanchu's stone now. So they're yeah. just people. He's stoned. He's stoned. He just got stoned. <laughs> All right, that's episodes one through three. Scotty, tell me what we uh, you know, without spoiling, but like, you know, what can fans look forward to in the next three episodes? You think? Uh, we can look forward to at least one more personality. Okay. Um, a couple more gods showing up. Some more avatars. Probably many more answers. Oh yes, we're going to see some. So many answers. Amit resurrection, maybe. Uh, I think I think we'll see that. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna get a couple more characters. That will exist in this universe mm-hmm. in uh, some other form. Very cool, Andy. What are you most excited to see? How you you feel like three down? We're good. You're excited for the last three? Yeah, for sure. Just give me what are these other personalities like? Like you said, we might have episodes that are like explaining them and stuff, but I think it'll add a lot of value to the to the character. I mean, Oscar Isaac is the best part of the show. Yeah, he's great. So giving yeah, he's, him he's showing up. more chances to show how good of an actor he is by portraying three, four Multiple different people. Characters. Like maybe this I mean, he great. could win awards for this if it if yeah. he keeps that up and it uh, maybe an Oscar. show. Yeah. <laughs> he's oh already got god. one. <laughs> oh <laughs> nice. my god. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. You know what I want to see? Uh well, let's talk about this. MCU connection so far. Um I think one of the only ones I've noticed so far is uh the god Bastet, who is a panther, mm. which is where Black Panther gets his power. Interesting, but like they also, but they have the, the the meteor flower, the 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 flower, yeah, which could just be a vessel for that, you know, for that. 
for communication to that god. Interesting. Um, MCU connections to come in the next three episodes. Dude, I don't know. This seems. I mean, this, this is where seems the hope, like this is where the hopes get high. Just mostly so you know. out yeah. on its own, but I know what is like. Click is in in comic book lore, or clicks, I guess, because there's yeah. been multiple like, but, like people he runs with and like runs into. Know. They're I think they're really angling for a Dark Avengers kind of yeah. team. Yeah. So we may see Black Knight. We may see Blade. It makes sense. That's the same, um, same kind of mystical, yes. powerful. Right. Um, Kills. More Killers. More, yeah, more uh, street level. Yes. You know, um, a lot of these characters in the comic books have a line of more rated R comics, mm-hmm. and it's labeled Marvel Knights. Mm. So, uh, like nighttime Marvel. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I definitely think by the end of the show, we will get some sort of tie to Werewolf by Night, which is supposed to be the Halloween one-shot yeah. show Okay, that we're going to get, hopefully, that, this year. Yes, you've talked about this one. That's That sounds amazing. Yes. As a ho- Halloween lover, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Moon Knight. I think we're all here for it. Yes. I think that, you know, if I'm giving the raw reaction so far, that, like, it's taken me a minute to get into it, but I think it's mostly just because it's a lot of mystery. A lot of mystery. So I'm, it's, I think, like, as an MCU fan, you almost go into a lot of shows going, like, I know kind of what to expect. This has been one where I'm like, I, none of these episodes are what I thought they'd be. Yeah. This is a, this is a roller coaster ride, first of all. Yeah. Let's go for the rest. So we, we, we're at the top. Let's put our hands up and strap ride this in. coaster. Yep. Strap and I think we could say, Curiosity got you. <laughs> you think that's what it is? Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, right. Let's address you, the elephant in the room. Let's do it. I was like, I'm going to stack and binge. I still did, but you guys know me. Yeah. I live in the middle of all choice. Yes. And as we're halfway through, Carrie looks at me and says, how many episodes are there? I said, it's halfway. And she goes, all right. And it was, you know, it was seven o'clock. I was like, we could finish this by 10. I was like, this would be like a movie. Yeah. It'd be like two movies. And I gotta say, uh, pretty cool. And yeah. I think like I'm, I, I think I'm taking this to heart because I don't mind binging in a day. Like you talk about a great day. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> to watch oh, something yeah. <laughs> from beginning to end, it's great. But like I also gotta say, like breaking it up into chunks. I think I could see myself doing this with like the boys. Yeah. Because it's gonna be weekly. So it's like you know maybe we got that fourth one. We it's great for the show too because then we can come in here do a mid break and now we'll get to come back and like close out this Moon Knight finale already like knowing a lot more than we knew before. Well, and that's what I like about like the boys, you know, they've, they've got, uh, some more episodes, mm-hmm. you know, eight, nine, 10, and they always do that season premiere three episode drop. Yeah. That's great. And you just, you get it, you get back into the story then maybe you bank a couple episodes, but like you said, it's like a movie. Yeah. These are f- full 45, 50 minute episodes and that puts you right at the two, two and a half hour mark for a, a nice three episode binge. And, you know, really puts you in the mood, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I could almost see them like they should like think about this from a release standpoint. Like, it'd be cool if you did like three chunks. Yeah. Well, I'm in for whatever. I no matter what. Because for them, it's just about watching. They like spreading out the content. So we all watch it. more. Yes. But like if you just do it in three, like you might give us a better experience, but still get your like, you know, your six week run. Yeah. Yeah. I I think Marvel's missing. uh, Missing a thing here where they could do like a cinematic cut. Mm-hmm. Of these shows that they have, yeah, you know all of them. Yeah, like cut out the credits, like cut out the credits. Because I mean, that's how I watched WandaVision and you Falcon know, Winter Soldier, cut Loki. Out, I mean, 
cut out some of the filler. Yeah, Loki's and, maybe my top five MCU movies. Yeah, when you think and about just it like do, that. do a cinematic cut where people can sit down and they can spend two and a half to three hours and they can get the whole story. And put it in IMAX and enhance. <laughs> there you go. Every, like, every one of them make $100 million. Yeah. I can guarantee it. Let's go. I mean, I'm in. I don't think, I think that like what you're talking about is- gonna, Yeah, Kevin. It's, it's going to happen. Kevin, I know you're, I can see you're watching live on Twitch. Yeah, give me, give me a call. <laughs> anybody we'll can be, that's out. the thing about being live. We could we could be talking to anybody right yes. now. Changing the world, MCU. It gets the wheels turning. I love it. Moon Knight, Disney Plus, three down, three to go. We can't t- wait to talk about the rest. And with that, we're gonna take a quick break. We're doing something new. You're gonna hear from two podcasts right now. Audio ads that we have met and received via our friends over at Audrey. So hold tight, real quick, and we'll be right back. Picture it. It's 2004. You just put on your orange Fanta-flavored lip smackers, zipped up your low-rise jeans, and are about to ask your mom for a ride to the movie theater to go watch a Cinderella story. I'm Mo. And I'm Christina, and we are the hosts of Movies That Raised Us. A late 90s and 2000s podcast that dives into your favorite nostalgic movies. We're talking Princess Diaries, The Click, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. We're sick of great movies being ripped to shreds by critics. I firmly believe that Uptown Girls deserves more than a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. And Jamie Lee Curtis deserved a daytime Emmy for her Activia commercial. We love movies that we can watch over and over again. They make us laugh, make us want to travel the world, and make us grateful that we didn't have a coach dad a la Troy Bolton. So join us for a virtual sleepover every Wednesday where we deep dive into montages, unrealistic expectations, chunky highlights, role models, and the movies that raised us. Bank the Light, a podcast about the Wheel of Time show on Amazon. We also talk about the books. I'm Justin, and I've been a fan of the Wheel of Time books since the 90s. I'm Desmond, and I just jumped on board with the show. Together, we make a great combination of the longtime fan and the freshly initiated. Quickly tell them what makes the Wheel of Time so great. 15 books quickly. Okay. Uh, there's monsters with no eyes. There's chocolate that are gross and stinky. There's magic involved. I love these books so much. They were such a part of my childhood. They really shaped who I was as a person. So <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Magic pirates. The Wheel of Time podcast is found wherever you listen to great podcasts. The meat. Welcome back from the break. This is Mostly Superheroes. I'm your host, Logan. Back here in the studio, St. Louis, Missouri, live from Twitch. That's right, doing live episodes now. You could be featured in the episode in the episode. Join us live, get in the chat. We are monitoring it live from in here. We want to see what your thoughts are. And then you make it into our fully produced episode. Nothing changes. You're going to get those episodes on Monday, Sunday on Patreon. Watch us on Spotify, YouTube, Facebook. Listen everywhere you get podcasts. I think there's probably... 50-plus podcast channels out there. You can bet your butt we're on all of them. Scotty Scoop, The Giggler, we're here, we're back, and let's just go ahead and get into the meat, the chunk, the sizzle. It's why you came, it's why you're here, it's why we're here, and we're talking about a movie from 1998. What were you doing in 1998? I wore my favorite, one of my favorite sweaters today. I think this is probably a show I was watching at the time, The Power Rangers. (laughs) Uh, I think Giggler and I were probably around 10 years old and you said it, this was one that like, I definitely was not allowed to watch. Like as a child, like I was sneaking this 
And when even whenever I did see it and I was like, okay, I'm watching this. I don't care what my parents say. Holy shit. Hard R Blade. Wesley Snipes is here debuting this character on screen, a Marvel character nonetheless, I think was introduced in comics in the early 70s, if I'm not mistaken, not to tre- tread on Scotty Scoop's comic book knowledge. I, I think you're pretty accurate. <laughs> and I'm going to talk all about this film. We'll talk about who made it and all that good stuff. Let's set up a little bit with us personally who this is to us. I already kind of talked about, I had never even seen this movie before. We pulled this out of the archive. We're watching Moon Knight. We got stuff in the end credit scene of Eternals that I won't even get into that gets me just kind of feeling like I want to look at some old superhero stuff. Scotty's got a great point. We're going to watch a lot of stuff, I think, coming up. X-Men, Fantastic yeah, Four. We got a huge, huge backlog. Time to get into the, the, the old stuff. Bring it back to the forefront, and that's why we're here. Blade. Scotty, set it up. Who's Blade to you? Who were you in 1998 whenever this movie's coming to theaters? Uh, I don't I don't know the exact. Do we have the date it dropped in theaters? I don't have the exact date. Well, um, actually, you know what? I probably do. August 21st, 1998. Yeah. This is uh, Scotty Scoop. Just graduated high school. Oh, man. I was, you know, I, just old enough to walk into the theater and buy my own ticket yes. to see this movie. Was this like one of the first? It's uh, probably. I'm going to go oh, vote wow. and then I'm going to go see yeah. Blade. Yes. <laughs> Got my cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a finely tuned athlete. I, I don't smoke. And I mean, doing the raw reaction and we, I, this story is going to be one that we're going to have a lot of fun talking about. What was the experience like at the time seeing that? in the I, I remember seeing it. And I, it's. 90s action flick. Yeah. You know, lots of blood and swords and cursing and Wesley Snipes in his heyday. Just getting after it. Just getting it. Swinging that sword, doing the dance moves. And, you know, you you looked at him and you're like, that's Blade. That's Blade. That's Blade. Instantly iconic. Like if someone said, who's Blade? I'd be like, Wesley Snipes. That's why he got a trinity. Like, yeah, I know that. Yeah, you got a Trinity. You got three of these films. The yeah. first of the three. We're definitely going to do all three, obviously, listener, if you're oh, thinking you about it. Oh, we've got to. Uh, Giggler, Blade to you. How'd this watch go for you? I mean, I, I really enjoyed this. I guess I probably got this from a blockbuster. Probably convinced my dad to let me watch it, maybe even when I was in like <laughs> seventh or eighth grade, like, probably. It's fine. Because it definitely came out when I was 10. There's no way I watched it. Like the opening five minutes, there's a guy just, just getting the BJ. So there's no way. <laughs> There's no way that ten year old Andy would I probably wouldn't even understand what was happening. That's, yeah. So it I was such an innocent young man. You still are. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I could tell. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean right now Blade was like just me being excited for the new one, but I like this this look back because I really mm-hmm. I watch rewatching this movie, I had not seen this in like twenty twenty years, like eighteen fifteen years, I don't know, somewhere around there. A long time. Yeah. We're, I guess we're old now, but well, I gotta tell you, I don't think I ever ever <laughs> saw this thing straight through. Never watched it from the beginning to end really? until two days ago, and man, I had a good time. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I gotta say, like the first thirty minutes of the movie might be my favorite parts of the whole movie. Like it's yeah, just so sure. hardcore. Comes out swinging. Let's get into it. a little bit about the film. IMDb. I mean, these guys have been doing this a long time. And you get on their website, they've got it pretty organized in the way that you don't need to reinvent it. And they're going to be our source for movie stuff going forward. It's going to make it a lot easier. And looking at what they have, again, August 21st, 1998 is when it came out. Uh, looks like it's uh, was filmed in Vancouver, British Columbia, also Canada. Production companies are Amen Ra Films, Imaginary Forces, and Marvel Enterprises. 
The movie stars Wesley Snipes as Blade, Stephen Dorff as Deacon Frost, Chris Christopherson as Whistler, and M. Bush Wright as Karen. What a cast. These guys show up. So much fun. Let's get into the story. First of all, what do people think about this online? We talked about kind of how we felt about it so far, but the Rotten Tomatoes is at 57%, 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. 89% of people like this movie on Google, and it's a 47% on Metacritic. That's a lot of range. What the hell yeah. is Metacritic? <laughs> All over the place. Uh, Metacritic is a, uh, a congregation of reviews. And it's it's got to be old a little bit, because it's only on like, yeah. like certain movies that are certain age. Yeah. It's not like on a lot of newer stuff, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's basically Rotten Tomatoes, uh, an older Rotten Tomatoes, I believe. So, according to IMDb, just a little quick synopsis, a half-vampire, half-mortal man becomes a protector of the mortal race while stay, while slaying, I can't see the end of that, but it says every vampire, evil, evil vampires, evil, vampi- evil vampires. Spoiler alert for the film right now, going to get into the story, and man, this is a story that is all over the place, but man, it is, this is a hard R. Oh, for sure. The opening scene is a woman in the 60s having a gruesome labor that is a baby that's just covered in red red blood and this is the first thing you see yeah really throws you into the the deep end there disturbing and i lean over to carrie i go i guess that's blade (laughs) (laughs) it's gotta be blade that baby's gotta be blade baby blade baby little blade flat fast fast forward to the future what had happened i mean Andy, you talk about the opening sequences. What a sweet club. You get this, cl- yeah. this regular, you know, you think this regular couple going to a club. It's just going to be a Saturday night out. We're hitting the yeah. town. She's taking them in. Like, I know this place. Uh, there's hooks on the sky, on the ceiling because yeah. it's like a, a, a Some butcher sort of shop. meat factory. People Makes are sense. dancing. They're going crazy. And then all of a sudden, a little blood hits him on the hand. Oh, the sprinklers in the place come on. A thousand people just covered in red blood, yeah. just Gore. dancing, just raining from the ceiling, just random sex acts happening around yep. the place, like Andy said. Yeah, and we find yeah. out quickly this guy that we see in the car is kind of he's lost his gal, he's wandering around, the blood starts pouring. Oh, these are vampires! Oh, these are all vampires. Yeah, you see, you see them like up to the sky, their mouths open, got the fangs. Yeah. And it's and it's not long. You got the techno music. It's going. And the a, DJ's going. Quick shout out. The the soundtrack to this movie. Oh, really? If you guys don't know. Fantastic. Yeah, I guess I wasn't like writing them down, but oh. I guess the music was pretty good. It's I mean it's Very it's true. like a it's like a techno yes. like dance soundtrack. It's great. I, I mean, very nineties action. Yes. Oh, like yeah. you said. Um and we get blade right away. Here he oh, is. yeah, here he is. Full outfit. This is probably what you saw in the trailer. He's here. He is here to mess up every vampire in here. Yep. And the most fashionable fight that you'll ever see every yes. time. Oh, yes. Very choreographed. Very choreographed. A lot of, like, jumping arms yep. forward, swinging across the room. He's Lots got of the cuts. sword. Yeah. But yes. His weapons are just... Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's got he, the sword. He's got the... The, sil- the silver spikes. Yes. And he's throwing the, the silver spikes around, the stakes. You know, he's got the, uh, like, almost the batarang kind of you know, flipping across the room and coming back. 
Yeah. Dude. You get the uh he wasn't on the cast list on the screen, but you get like the like one of the first characters you meet is this guy that Blade burns up. Yeah. And he's in a lot of stuff. Yep. I can't think of like his name. Oh my god. And yes. he's in he's in so many things. He's just like one of these like, you know, white guy dads that's kind of like he's always in a lot of stuff, I swear. Yeah. But anyway, he burns he all right, so Blade burns him up. Blade's this is Blade's thing. You can tell he's he's come into contact with this guy before. Yeah, they, because he said, <laughs> yes. "Why don't we try fire this time?" Yes. Sets him, you know, staked <laughs> him to the wall, sets him on fire and walks away. He's like, "What are you going to do? Chop me up into pieces again?" Right. He's like, "No, we'll try something different." Yeah. And this is Blade's thing. Ridding everyone of vampires. He's like, "I I just don't want evil vampires around." You don't really know much about Blade other than that. He's no. just this guy that wears this cool outfit. And Vampire has Hunter. Vampire He's, Hunter. You know, just Billy Badass. Because I guess when the movie comes out, if you're not a Blade fan like right. you from the comics, this you is... don't really realize. That was the thing, right? I remember that when I was a kid. You don't know that Blade's like a half vampire. Right. Like, this is, this is the first, I think, comic book movie of its kind. Like, there was nothing predating this. Right. Other than garbage. Yeah. You know, you had like the old, old Spider-Man movie. You had the old Captain America movie. Yeah. You had the Fantastic Four movie that never got released. Yeah. And here we are, 1998. This is pre-X-Men. Yeah. And it's straight into a rated R with an obscure character. Yeah. No holds bars. Like, or, the, I, I always mess up that phrase, but. Uh, they, like, I, barred. Bart, thanks. <laughs> this it's is a wrestling a, term. I got you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> this is a character that Wesley Snipes campaigned to to play yeah. and create this movie. I mean, I believe it. Yes. Like seeing him in it. Right. Like from the Wesley first, Snipes was born the, to play first, Blade. Not just born to play it, but you could tell that he was probably telling everybody he was too. Yes. Like he was there and he shows every scene is like he is going at an eleven. Yes. Which I love. Dialed up. Dialed up. Yes. All right. So story wise, this vamp, this guy that he burns ends up in a hospital. You get these two doctors. They're checking him out in the morgue. Oh, he's not dead. He's a vampire. Like, oh, I've got this sample, this blood sample. And the guys from like, this body I got on my table. Yeah. You need to check it out. It's really weird. It's something's not right. Something's not right. And this lady's like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, you can tell there's some sort of chemistry, chemistry between them, Should some we, sort of connection. Do you ever think about us. Right. Oh, yeah. It's like the line goes in there. You ever think about us? And she's like, oh, gosh. Oh, my come God. On. This again. And right in the middle of it, vampire comes back to life, gets his neck. This doctor's dead immediately. Like, Tears it out. Immediately, every ounce of this guy's blood is on the floor. And I'm like, that other doctor's surely gone. She's not. She's yes. totally still standing there. Yeah. She gets bit. Shocked. Runs, yeah. Just shocked. Like, yeah. okay. Chasing her out the hallway, bites her. Yeah, bites her. Gets her right away. Is about to be finished off. Nah. Here comes Blade. Here he comes in the hallway, coming yeah. down the hospital. And round two for this. Yeah. Burnt up, chiseled. Finish the job. Dude. Yeah. Came that, back to finish the job. Yeah. How that, did he know? <laughs> that guy was disgusting. Yeah. Like, they did a yeah. Good burned job. up. Yeah. Like it just made me cringe. Like Donald Log. That's yes. the guy's name. Oh man. He was in God. He yeah. was in Gotham. He's in Gotham. He played yeah. the commissioner. Yep. Yes. He's been in Duh. a lot. Lots of Harvey. Stuff. Harvey. Harvey, God, what a show. Me and Carrie were talking about rewatching that after this. That's what exactly what we did. Okay. Um, okay, so she's like, I'm bitten. Yeah. This isn't good. He's like, He's like, God. Yeah, what am I gonna do? Guess I'll take you with me back to my yeah. home. 
all right, what's my home? This <laughs> it's a it's a bunker slash garage, and I've got an old white friend, and his name is Chris Kiss. Christopherson, the whistler, Whistler. not the whistler, 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 his partner in crime. Yes. And a few things happen here at this first encounter. She's kind of like, you know, sleeping it off. He's like, you know, whistler's like, you know, she's good as dead. He sits down blade and she walks in on blade getting given like some kind of serum. Yeah. Like they're putting the something in his neck. Yeah. And he, they put it in, and he, it, like, it really takes a toll on him. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. This is an intense scene. And yeah, they've got him strapped down. He's really flexing, flexing, and his face is, his mm, eyes are just wide popping. And I feel like this is a, we get her. It's not quite yet, but we get the blade backstory pretty quickly at this yeah. garage. Well, you know, but, but first of all, all right, go ahead. She she goes into you know talking to Whistler. Yes. And he starts to kind of give the backstory. Yes. Because she's like, what is going on here? Yes. And he's like, oh, you know, the kid, I found him on the streets. And he was. And he was drinking blood. Eating homeless people. Eating homeless people. And Whistler's backstory is, uh, I, my family, like, got held hostage by a vampire, and then they killed them all right in front of me. Yeah. So we, you know, I'm, I've took this guy in. We find out like Blade was the baby at the beginning. Like yep. this has been his life. He is a daywalker. He has the powers, some of the powers of a vampire. Right? He's got the strength, agility. He doesn't age as much. He's got some fangs, but he does. He he doesn't have some things vampires have. He right. can walk in the daylight. Yeah. He, none of their weaknesses. None basically. of their none of their weaknesses. The garlic doesn't bother him. He can touch the silver. Um, but he is like this. You know, he was born a vampire, but he's a half breed. Right. Then we get this whole set of vampires. I mean, we're talking like, you know, you've seen, you've seen Twilight and like the Council of Vamps. Yeah, like, we this got is it. it. We got it. We got all this of them. old time vamps. We've always been in the shadows. And what's his name? Doesn't like it. Deacon Steven, Frost. Yeah. Stephen like Dorff. Vampire Illuminati. Yeah. I mean, essentially, this is how we operate. We, we do things a certain way. We hide mm-hmm. in the shadows. And Deacon Frost is like, you guys have been. One, you've let, been letting Blade just run amok, yeah. killing all of us. And two, we hide from the humans. Yeah, they're, they're our food. It's like if you'd be hiding from cows. Yeah, they're, our, they're cattle. Yes. We eat them. Yes. You know, you, you guys are the old guard. You need to get out of the way, make room for the, the new breed. And this sets a motion, a plan in motion from Deacon's side of like, I'm going to make this happen. Yeah. And like, basically, that's what he's doing the whole movie. He's just right. trying to like make this happen. There's some old prophecies yes you know some the the chosen one the the blood god and the blood god and when the the vampires come together in the right way you could have the blood god the blood god yeah all right so what yeah well i mean let's i think you can kind of breeze through that a little bit what's he do this guy ends up taking the oldest leader of the vampires out to some beach somewhere yeah and brings his young like vampire friends with him and it's like it's kind of like if the three of us just grab some elderly man, yeah, like in like you know the mayor, and like kill them right <laughs> at the lake. He's like, like we don't go. know you, and we want a new mayor, and we're done. Yeah. And what do they do? They just put him in the light. The rest of them put on motorcycle helmets. Yeah. They Classic got way of vampires avoiding sunscreen sun. and yeah, motorcycle outfits. Yeah. 
It was is sunscreen a real thing that they were using? Yes, yes, okay. yes. It was actually sunscreen that they were putting on. Like this will do the trick. Like I mean, SPF well, one thousand. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You okay. had to be a high SPF. You know, I need that for my Mexico trip in a couple <laughs> weeks, please. And I think this may have been the first one of the first times we get like an exploding vampire. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this guy. I mean. These blow up vampires don't look the best. <laughs> this, yeah, this is a top five. WTF this is definitely of the movie, nineteen ninety eight style. But again, like nineteen ninety eight, I don't know. I mean, Jurassic Park was ninety three. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, uh, there's a lot of things in this that look really great. For example, yeah. when he when Blade throws Karen out the window to avoid the va- the the well, we can talk about that part right the police officer that comes to her place he uses her as bait right and we he, meet what we call she, a, she sprays him in the face with some vampire mace yes doesn't work yeah it doesn't work because he's just a human he's but just a human oh, yeah. he's a familiar a familiar yeah he's got the little tattoo on the back of his head and blade breaks it down and it's the, the tattoo on the, his back is for deacon frost deacon frost yeah it's, he belongs to deacon frost he sent this guy here to kill this girl so that's like their minions, basically. Yeah. yeah, they're little run and do things. And the familiars right. are always like, I praise you, praise you. So anyway, back to Deacon Frost. He kills the the elder. This guy explodes like out of his body. His spine just goes crazy. And uh, he's out. And next up, we'll be rounding up the rest of the elders. And that'll take us like kind of toward the end of the movie on the yeah. end. In the meantime, Blade and Karen are working together on a few different things. Karen is, now that she has the download about Blade, She's a blood doctor. Yeah, she's a, a hematologist. And Whistler says maybe she can help us. Yeah, and you know, you're dependent on the serum. Yes, which you know, how did these guys just invent a serum? Well, and like serums just seem like in this movie you're printing them. Right, like you're hitting a print button. You can have a new serum. Boom. Like, oh, this one didn't work exactly as I thought. So what's she doing? She's trying to make a cure for yeah. both her and Blade. Yeah, like I'll cure him. I'll cure me. First one doesn't go so well. But what's it do? Blows up vampires. Yes. Here, Blade, put them in your utility belt. Yep, your little repertoire. Um, we also get Blade and Karen on like a little uh, information gathering thing where we meet the biggest, fattest, weirdest oh thing in the basement yeah. that's also a vampire that looked like kind of like a like a mix of it looked like uh, not Kingpin but a Legion uh, villain Mojo Mojo. Yeah. And I was like, is this Mojo? Yeah. And it's not, though. It's yeah, he's something just, else. You know, it's Jabba the, the Hutt. In the chair. Yeah, yeah. Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Butt. <laughs> Jabba the Butt. Shout out uh, to the- Katasaurus. Katasaurus. Yeah, Katie Goodrich. That's a little plug for you there if you ever listen to this one. <laughs> um, And this this thing, I mean, she burns the hell out of it with that UV flashlight. Yeah. Like, kind of gets a little weird. Like, hey, I'll be right back. Like, she's, yeah, hey, if he moves- If he moves- Burn him. Burn him. Okay. And like, she burns him all the way. Yeah. And oh. a, a, to a crisp. And right. she goes, he moved. He moved. And I was like, She's a because, what? because it's a, what? Because he's a vampire? Right. Because she got bit by a vampire. So she has like a thing against vampires the rest of the movie. Yeah. Because she got bit by the one. Right. I, I don't blame her. No. I, hold, I hold a grudge too. Yeah, but not against all people of, you know, it's a little close minded. Yeah, that's true. But one vampire bites you. This one was clearly. What, were you gonna be mad at Blade too? This one's clearly evil. So, yeah, there was something going on. Blade and him had a or that thing had a relationship. They get the information. Um, Download the data for for his plan, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the plan is, yeah, they get they get the plan he right. Was oh, okay. Translating, Here's, yes, translating exactly the Bible. Right. 
Bible verses. There's a Bible from the <laughs> from the vampires, the vampire Bible. Vampire Bible. And this is where we hear about the prophecies. This is where, like, on this computer, on this hard drive, they download like the digital plans. Yep. It shows the tower. It shows like this diagram of like something happening in a tower. And this is where they need to go. Anything else? Um, we learned that uh, Karen was not cured. She's not cured. It didn't work. So she's she's turning. She's gonna turn. She's gonna turn. And that's that's happening actively. Yeah, it's and the guys inevitable. Like, and Whistler's like, you'll be all right. You know, like, hey, you know, my advice is if you turn before you turn, you turn, just end it yourself. Yes. Yeah. Um. There's a part where like Blade and Karen are like in a bad spot. You know, the vampires catch up to them. And they're all they're all caving in, and it's kind of not looking good. And Whistler comes in and saves the day, shoots all these vampires to hell, helps out, but gets really messed up in the process. Yeah, and this is a real heavy part of the movie. Yeah, I mean, this well, guy's rough. This is rough. I like I vaguely remember this as a young kid too, and I I think I was the same as you, Andy. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't be watching. I should this. be watching oh, this. Man. I'm nine. <laughs> right. Um, but Whistler's not doing good, and. Basically, Blade gives him the gun and right. Kills but yeah, himself. He, he comes. But yeah, he comes back and you know he sees that his little the blade cave yeah has been torn to bits. Yes, and he looks over and you know the chairs, the sheet on it. He pulls the sheet off, and there's Whistler. He looked dead. He looked totally dead. His he face is dead. like beat in, but he's he's still breathing. You know, and and he's, he's, he says something. He says some know, words to him. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what he says. Go get him, Blade. I mean, yeah, like don't. <laughs> Quit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let him bring forth the blood god. Yes. And make make sure you stop him. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time. Uh, Deacon Frost, lead vampire at this point now, since he killed the, the leader, gathers up like another 12 volunteers to go to this blood tower. Full, full blood vampires. Yeah, full blood. Yeah. That's right. This Old, is a, like, this is a had to be. born vampire. This is a big thing in the in the thing, like the in the vampire Pro- rankings, prophecy or whatever. It's that's like what... if you're a true blood, that's like the real thing. Right. If you're made a vampire, you're kind of like nasty. Yeah, yeah. Scum. So he gets the pure bloods. He lines them up, and they're they, like holding there against their they, will. They, they, yeah, and they capture blade, and then they oh they capture yeah, blade. They that's capture right. blade. They get him with the little cattle prods. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They're electrocuting him. Yeah. And this they is... yeah, they get and him. And get him down and get him back, get him real bad. Like he yeah. gets real weak. He's yeah. he's running out of energy. He doesn't have his serum. Reeling, yep. reeling off seeing his mother there. And we find out that all along because what's Deacon do? He tells the what's the actor's name? You said you finally remembered Orlando or something like uh, that. Donald Log. Donald Donald Log. Yeah. He tells him, he's like, bring Blade alive. Yeah. And the guy's like, what? Yeah, why would we do that? We've been trying to kill this guy forever. Like, right. how are we going to do this? And what do we find out? Well, Deacon's the one that bit Blade's mom. Right. Not only that, Blade's, Blade's mom, mom is still alive. Totally alive. Totally vampire. Looks the same. Yeah. Smoking hot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, and she's like on Deacon Frost's team. And she mm-hmm. doesn't care that like Blade's her son. Nope, not at all. Why? Because, uh, no, I mean, we can tell vampires no emotional connection, especially after maybe years. Like yeah, yeah, thirty years of being brainwashed, right. and who knows? Like obviously, like she was like 
she was never a mother in that for this be- child. In that bed, right. like the bed like closes and like she's always in there. It's oh, almost yeah. like she's a prisoner. Yeah, she was in that weird like sarcophagus bed. Oh like, man, I gotta say like the sets and the, the everything looks so good in this. Yeah. Like the vampire meeting room, the bed with that closes on itself, the city. Like what city are they in? Is it New York? I don't Again. know. I, I would imagine just. just it's, it is so weird how some of it. Car? Some of it seems yeah, ahead it's of its motorcycle. time. Motorcycle. But yeah. some of it's like. WTF, that is an exploding vampire on fire that doesn't look at all even remotely real. Oh, that right. got rough. When he's throwing around the serums and it's He hits and those first up. two with the serum. Like, <laughs> I watched this with my 12-year-old daughter. Wow. And <laughs> just not remembering what the movie was. Sure, but she's 12. You, you let her choose. You're yeah, with her to you answer know. questions. <laughs> yeah, the, he hits those first two people with the, the serum and they're... You know, expanding and getting bloody and exploding, and she was like, "Whoa, that <laughs> yeah. was crazy!" Yeah, yeah. Like watching a movie like that as a kid today is like, "What? What? What like, was that? Wow!" In like the actual collection of like Blade's blood, like in that machine, and it was just like, like spraying out of his wrist and stuff. Oh yeah, that was like nasty, man. Like when I like your worst nightmare when you're like giving blood that you're just. Your blood's gonna like something's go, gonna go wrong. Flying out, <laughs> like I, it happened to one of my buddies at a blood drive. Like his it blood, too much. His blood just like squirted out of his arm because Whoa. the nurse like it up. So. Got it too good. So, hey, yeah. listen, don't let that discourage you. I've given blood for yes. many years, Same. and it usually goes perfectly fine. I've never please, had a mistake. Please give true, blood. True, 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 true. According to the commercials, the banks are low. Yes, and it's not because Blade found them. <laughs> <laughs> Morbius did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, okay, so he's down. Blades did not. He's like kind of down for the count here at the end. He's yeah, they drained get, of energy. They, they beat got the him. Out of they him. put they, him in. They put him in this weird stone sarcophagus at the top of this tower. Yeah, that like is fit to his perfect body. Yeah, he fits right in there. The thing closes. It's got the blades that come down on his wrists. Yeah, it's draining and him. It's draining, like him. you said, Andy. Like this is <sighs> this is the 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 thing that they need to spurn. And create the or bring forth the blood god. Yeah, is and, the and, Daywalker's blood. And Whistler told Blade, "This is like a big, what the hell?" But right. I guess it's because he was the hybrid. Like he's the chosen one. Right. Your blood is the key. So yeah. like that's why they're draining in all yeah. that. Since he's drained of his blood, everything's going down. It's, it's coming down that big globe. Yes. You know, and it's working its way down through all these glyphs. Yep. Down to the original vampires. It's drip. They hold them up. It's dripping on their foreheads. Yeah. And something happens. They start like drying up and yes. breaking apart. And then you see the super horrifying scene of these winged bat skeletons breaking out of the body. Of the bodies. Oh my God. And flying around. Like winged like, skeletons. Yeah. What'd your daughter think of that? Uh just Awesome. Lo- loved it. Yeah, probably her one of her favorite parts. Yes. I think it was one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is pretty cool. 1998 looked great. Yeah, 1998, you're going, they're making movies now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't believe they're doing this. <laughs> what are they going to do next? Right. <laughs> and then he becomes the blood god. Yeah. And guess what he looks like? They're flying. Exactly what you they, think. Yeah. <laughs> Just completely bloody. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the skeletons are flying around. They're diving in him. They're diving yes. out. They're going through him and then if they all go in and he's you know he's got the blood eyes and blood body blood body and blades still just like i'm drained yeah like you know uh uh karen this is it gets him out of the sarcophagus gets him out breaks gets him out out and says 
you know she had, to, she had to fight her old lover as a zombie that was weird this oh well, yeah yeah he, the, well, he the doctor yeah and he goes <laughs> he said the same line he's a zombie yeah. do you ever think about you us? ever think about us <laughs> <laughs> She's meeting up with like what that was what a crazy plot twist to throw in there. Right. Like they happened to keep the one doctor that was randomly attacked. Right. <laughs> the yeah. Hospital. They even said something about how they like re- somewhere like reject like being a like vampire. He, yeah, like, he turned into, into like, some a, sort of weird zombie creature. Yeah. So yeah, uh, maybe like that'll an be an offhanded comment. I bet it'll be relevant in the, the future movies. You think so? I bet we never see it again. I, I have no No, never. not him, but I mean like oh. the fact the fact of them turning it like there could be zombie vampire things i don't know oh yeah some well, some sort of different so karen, creature so karen gets away from the creature she says i mean classic trope here i mean just like yeah. Mobius, you know yeah feed on me eat me i'll be your strength <laughs> but just a little yeah and i mean this i mean he was sucking her blood but like it was sexual oh yeah for <laughs> like, sure she's like, well i mean it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's nice it's like moaning he's moaning yeah and it's like flashing to her and then to the blood god and I'm like, man, my, my, I'm starting to sweat. You can tell, <laughs> you can tell, like he's really into it. He's so into it, like, and he's like, I've never do this. He I, may I can't not drink be able blood. to stop. He might. I'm gonna suck her dry. Yeah, you know, this is right out of Twilight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't. I guess. I guess not. And <laughs> he gets it, but he gets jacked up. Oh yeah, like he becomes the most blade he's ever been. Oh, and now it's time sure. to fight, like the craziest fight, the fight scenes, the spin moves, like the he sword jumps from the top, does the superhero landing. He looks crazy. He's a, like jacked, bad ass dude, Wesley yeah. Snipes, and he... gets the blood god, starts chopping him up to keep the guys growing back. It's yeah, he's working. got the, he's got his sword. He's chopping him in half. You know, and he chopped his arm off, and they you see it kind of flies away, and the blood like grabs it back and sucks it back in, and you're like, "Oh no, what's Blade gonna do?" That was his. That's his. Thing. That was his thing. He was gonna cut him up. And there's one more thing we could try. He's got serum. Uh, the serum. So he he was trying to trick of... him into taking it himself, right? Because yeah, Blade the, was saying like when they first captured him, he's like, "Is this your serum that you don't keeps you alive?" It. You don't want to like, take it, do you? Why don't you try it? Find out. Yeah, give it a go. Yeah. But does it work? And you're like, oh, man, this could yeah. really be the and thing Blade needs. Instead, I'll throw them at you. And that's what he does. He throws them at people, and then he throws it into the mouth. He found, he right? found no, he found uh, the thing was like up in the, on the, on the oh, wall, yeah. and he took his sword, and he threw it at it. Oh, my God. And it stuck in the thing, and he had the little timer with the blades. And that, it, that the booby trap, yeah, the booby that trap takes off if it hands pop, and like he Wesley Snipes did this little spin thing, caught it behind his back, that catches it behind his back, right, and then just starts throwing him. Yeah, <laughs> but he sa- he saves one, right, so he can throw it up in the air and then kick it at him. Then yeah. he kicks if I rem- it. Yeah, if yeah, I remember boom, correctly. Boom, boom, all over. And then yeah, the little spin kick, boom, right in the forehead, and this is it. And you see the super gruesome. Blood God Blood explosion. explosion. Yep. Yeah. Just goo blopping, going everywhere. Everywhere. And the Blood God, like, that's it. Yeah. Blade wins. Blade, Blade. And Blade's like, I, that, I'm, I love killing vampires. Karen, you're, we're still around. Yep. Make me, a, she, yeah. make me a better serum. A lot more. Why don't you go make me a better serum? 
<laughs> or oh, what a motherfucker's always trying to skate uphill. Oh, skate uphill. <laughs> hey, I, I was watching, uh, shout out to Looper. I was watching some like recap videos today, just getting ready for the episode. And that, one of them was like, they were like, uh, yeah, one of the most infamous lines from the movie, this one, the uh, skate uphill, that was improv. And I'm like, no shit. Of course it was. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not a line. Right. They were like, uh, Wesley, I don't think I'm like, put it in. I mean, you could tell. <laughs> yeah. Like, he had a lot. Like, he, I wonder how this many This was takes. his movie. This was it. Um, So he's going to, he tells her to, like, make me a serum. He, he turns down the serum that could potentially cure, cure him. him. He's like, I got more work to do. He's like, I need the skills yes. to go out. And keep killing evil vamps. Yes, I'm not sure. finished. So much so that we get a teaser at the end of this. Russia? He's in like yeah. Russia? He's in some other country. And like he's like, I've found more vamps. Yep. Can we send him there now? <laughs> please. Oh, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. We need you, Wesley. Wes Wesley, what? please. Yeah, just Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, is there anything else? That's the story, right? That's, That's it. it. That's Blade. 1998. All right. Now you talked about it. You saw it fresh. What do you think of this movie now? Great. I think it holds up. You think it like is it as good? It is. It is so much fun. It might be more fun now. Actually, yes. yeah. Because like, to it, just disconnect, you don't have to worry about oh, this character, or this character. Where's the threads? What am I looking for? Yeah. Are there post credit scenes? You know, what yeah. do I got to look for? Oh threads here. You know, don't need. You're anything. just like boom, '90s action flick. Love it. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, I gotta say, the middle of it dragged a little. And it felt like yeah. a little bit, but like overall, I was happy. Like yeah. I was very happy. I thought this thing looked crazy. I thought, man, not just for the time, but this is a bold movie. This is a hard R. You never get rated R superhero content. Like right. it's a big deal nowadays. Like Deadpool is still like this, like breaking the mold type thing. And I, Blade, man, ninety eight. Yeah. They were like, we don't care. Right. We'll show this bloody vampire killing machine blowjob nightclub in the first ten minutes. <laughs> yep. I mean, this is 90s Marvel where they, I think they had just been on the verge of bankruptcy and they were looking for cash. Yeah. You know, they have sold off a lot of their character property rights yep. at this point. What we got left. And they were like, well, yeah, what can we do? And was whose idea was it? Like, was it Wesley's idea? I, this is something that Wesley campaigned on. Like, yeah. I want to be this character. Yeah. Along with, he also wanted to be Black Panther. Yeah, sure. Okay. So I mean, oh, yeah. well, you got to be one or the other. Yeah, and this, I mean, in a, in this a cinematic the, universe, anyway. this is the thing that got picked up, and I'm happy about it. Yeah, super happy about it. I don't know that it made money. I mean, it had to make money. Yeah, I think that's one thing I didn't pull up because they it, made three. It's, it's of something them. I don't think about as much with the older movies, but like, uh, I wonder if the budget's on here from IMDb. That's one thing that might be missing that I need to pull in here. Maybe one of you guys can pull up on your phone just real quick. Budget box office. Because I am curious. You know, 98, too. It'd be kind of interesting to see, you know, at that point, you know, what was a good box office in 1998. Right. I <laughs> got know? it. Yeah. What do you got, Andy? Per Wikipedia, budget 45 milli. Okay. Box office, 131. Oh, that's a win. Oh, it killed. Oh, for sure. It did just fine. You double your, your budget. Your, well, guess what? You're making two more movies. You got Blade 2. You got Blade Trinity. Yeah. 
All right, for before, sure. I can't wait to talk about We're going to talk about a little setup for those. Giggler, what did you think about this movie? I know you had a good time. You said you did. I, I you talk about it. I want to hear your final thoughts on a rating, and we'll get your rating, too. Yeah, I totally agree on the the holding up part. I I have very different priorities as a as a older 34-year-old man as, than I did as a 10 to 14-year-old watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 100%, like, just like the weapons, like the unique like approach that they took to all, a lot of those things. Um, I really think the, the opening scene really drew you in. Like I totally agree. It was kind of slow in the middle, but also the end, even though it was kind of like kind of corny with like mm-hmm. looking with the, the bat skeletons flying out of the people. Um, I mean, it was still like, I still was like, this is, this is awesome. Like I'm, I'm so happy I watched this movie even, even during all that like cheesy moments like that. Yeah. So, um, but I'll think for overall rating, uh, 3.1. Wow. That's pretty good. I'll give you a round of applause for that. A lot of a lot of things I appreciated it, about this movie that I didn't like expect to um with with the rewatch. I thought it was going just going to be a blah. But like now I I didn't expect to be super pumped to turn on Blade 2, but I'm like when are we going to watch it? I want to watch I it know. now. Like just do it immediately. <laughs> Maybe it's better just to yeah. go 1 2 3. Uh all right, what's your rating, Scotty? And any final thoughts? Uh Man, I love this movie. I love Wesley Snipes. It was, you know, you haven't seen a lot from him. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Time. Yeah, he had that tax issue, where I think I think he went to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I feel it, like we're, we're at least about was this. on a hiatus of mm-hmm. some sort. But man, yeah, this really brought me back. Three point three. Damn. Yeah. Okay. And then I've got you too. I've got a special rating. You have a special rating. A special rating Let's from from it. Lila. Okay. Uh. 3.8. Whoa! <laughs> yes. Blowing the, the minds of 12-year-olds everywhere. Yeah. No, not as good. Not as good as Morbius. Right. The but vampire ranking is but pretty clear. It, enough to when the credits were rolling, she was like, so Blade 2? Yeah. Like, in, like really enjoyed it. Like, really enjoyed it. And, you know, we've, we've already watched Blade 2. Well, there's I've got that one on deck. I'll tell you what, there's no doubt in my mind that you listen to you guys here at Lila's rating, it gets me more jazz. Yeah. <laughs> like it's contagious. Um, gotta keep it in check, think about my real experience. It was so fun. And yeah. like it really was like I was grabbed from the beginning. Uh the ending with the the graphics getting a little wild, like it's kinda hard not to kind of go like, what the hell? Um, but overall, man, just like a dark, gritty character that's like i no one loves a character more than just they are just who they are yep and blade like lives and breathes that yeah like, like you I, didn't need a lot of backstory you, you like none really you just, just like, look here at the born, guy and now here's him in the suit right and i really like that you know and like totally different from morbius of like you know kid in an orphanage and like a nobel peace prize, peace prize scientist right this is like who's this lady being born in this crazy thing and now this guy's in a black suit killing vampires yep slaughtering 2.9 i can't wait for blade 2 really pumped for blade trinity i I mean ryan Ryan reynolds with the goatee and i mean (laughs) i haven't seen real i haven't even seen those triple h is in one of them right triple h is in blade trinity Uh, okay i remember this Um, and ryan reynolds played that character because he didn't think he was going to ever get to play deadpool he was like this is it this is how i get into the marvel universe when you when you watch blade trinity you will be like oh that's Deadpool. Yeah, it's the same. The, which, it, which I recall in, in, in the fair, character. Deadpool is like, you know, Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Kind of. Yes. So, and Ryan Reynolds' character is kind of right. Ryan Reynolds. 
you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good point. No offense, though, because, like, I love everything. So uh, uh, Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. You guys heard what we thought, man. Uh, love getting the reviews in here. And we got to shout out some people online. This is another old friend of mine, Chris V. He's C. Vandiver on Instagram. Chris, hope you've been well, man. Uh, he wrote into us on Instagram. He said, you might be able to, even to be able to get three podcasts out of talking about just how shitty Wesley Snipes was during the filming of Blade 3. Maybe even a spinoff show on his tax fraud, LOL. <laughs> What's crazy is Pat Oswald and Ryan Reynolds are both in it, and they couldn't even save it. Read up on the production problems. You won't be disappointed. Holy cow, I cannot wait. That'll be in our Blade Trinity episode. Yes. Is this sounding familiar to you? Uh, yeah. I mean, everybody knows Wesley Snipes. is He's a diva. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know this. Oh, oh, so we're gonna learn together as a yeah. group. You might help us tell. Chris seems to know about uh, it. You know yeah. about it. We we can we can dig up some of those facts when we do that show. Well, because like you do get to start thinking about this character, and now you have the uh, the new actor that's playing Blade. You guys remember uh, Mahershala Ali? And like, man, it's like you know, you kind of wonder like, what is Wesley Snipes up to right now? <laughs> like, what, right, <laughs> like what's he doing? Maybe we'll find out in a couple of weeks. Maybe we'll find out. Yeah, exactly, Chris. <laughs> Thank you for that. And also a very special shout out from Nick Steele. This guy, he's Nerd Nick on Instagram. He's also the host of a show called NK Mornings on Twitch. So if you're on Twitch right now, go follow him right this second. And he hosts NK Mornings is a show that he does with his wife, Kristen. They're uh, full-time podcasters, radio stars. He also works at 99.5 The Wolf in Portland. This is what he had to say. 3.1. In 1998 standards, I thought it was a fun, kick-ass action movie that still made me laugh. A lot like today's Marvel movies. But to be fair, I haven't seen it in 20 years. I do remember the final graphics looking like a bad version of the Fruit of the Loom grapes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. When the when the blood god is exploding. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. Wow. Nick, Chris. That's accurate. a great, great reference. <laughs> I mean, yep. you just, I can just as soon as you say that, I just see the commercials and they're all just yeah, dancing, just, just dancing back and forth. Um, great wow. thoughts. Appreciate the rating. I love it when people are coming in and using the scale. I love seeing that 3.1. Obviously, a movie that Nick had a good time with. Chris is our age, so he's this obviously made an impact when he was a young kid. You can tell this is one that crosses the generations and we can't wait for Blade 2. So I guess that'll be uh, we'll talk about that one maybe next in between uh Maybe, well, we'll just see when, but you get yeah, down to we'll watch these one at a time? We'll get to it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blade, 1998. Go watch it. Oh, how did we watch this thing? Netflix. Netflix. It's on Netflix. All three. All three on Netflix. Get them while you can. Yep. Let's talk about what's coming up. That was cool. That was Yo. real cool. Good job. Yes, we did. That was it. real fun. Good job, guys. I mean, what a random ass movie to pull out. We said we wanted to watch some old stuff. I think Blade was a good one, and we got yes. plenty more to do. Oh, there's so many. But there's so many also new things coming to where we can't even hardly breathe. There's it so is, much new things coming. It is overwhelming. So much that I had to make like a vision board of movie posters because, like, I was like, I'm making a slide for all these. If you look up here, here's some stuff coming up. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. I mean, what are we, guys? I mean, it's really like less than two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. We got tickets. We're going on Tuesday, May 11th. 10th, I think. 10th, and we'll record on the 11th. Yes. And we'll talk all about it. Scotty, you might be there for that one. You'll probably see it before us, actually. I I will absolutely see it before then. I don't know that I can wait any longer than Saturday. Oh, yeah. To see it. 
I'm real butthurt that I'm even though I'm going to be on vacation in Mexico. Like I yeah. want to see this. What is this right classic? Right classic away. Andy. Right it's away. Always time. leaving town during movie premiere. I'm going to be movie like, premiere. What do you think is the is happening with your scheduling? I don't know. What is going I'm gonna on? Call the resort and be like. I'm gonna have to push this off. I'm gonna have either have Kevin Feige delay this movie one more week, right? Which could happen, <laughs> or they need to have a private screening for me. Yeah, at... Ke- Kevin, I know you're watching. Just send us a screener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. We just need a screener. I, I feel promise. like subconsciously, Andy is like on the calendar for the year, and he's like, these dates feel really good for some reason. I don't know yeah. why, but these feel like good dates. And then you pick them for vacation, and then you're like, shit, those were all the movies I were I was yes, gonna see. Every single one. I know. I know. All right, we're not making fun of you. I mean, you're going to Mexico. I, I mean, know. I'll you, be you, fine. Usually, yeah, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, uh, no question, the hype around Thor: Love and Thunder is real, and it's an, it's on July 8th. So that's oh, just man. a couple months, man. Summer of movies, so much more happening. We added some new posters in here that we didn't have in last week. The Mandalorian season three could po- potentially be happening by the end of the year. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion is right around the corner. Uh, we got three episodes left of Moon Knight, and then Miss Marvel's coming in June. So yeah. we got some stuff right on the horizon. Lots of new, plenty of new stuff always. Obi-Wan in June. Next month. next Or May, May, May 27th. Yeah. May 30th. What? It was pushed again? Uh, I think that was the day. I thought it was May 25th, and yeah. then it got pushed. It's May. Whatever it is. Hey, it's end of May. End of May. Uh, plenty of stuff happening, and we got old titles that'll be coming up as well. A couple more Blade movies. Uh, we are talking about bringing out some of the Fox stuff before it was Disney. X Men, X Men, Fast Fantastic and, Four, I said Fast and Furious, <laughs> Fantastic Four, all yes. of them, all, all, all three, all three, yeah. Uh, and yeah, guys, new episodes out there on Sunday on Patreon. Monday, where you get your podcasts and watch us. And uh, this was our first really full top to bottom in person live show. And I just got to say, so much fun. I mean, how we do? I mean, how, how was the listenership on Twitch? Do we have people in the chat? I think you had we had like maybe a max of like seven or eight people yeah, in there. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, it looked like we got some some randos in there. That's so how it goes the first thanks time. Thanks to them. Yeah. Maybe and they'll come back for more. We'll maybe get, they we'll won't. We'll get a good but, word of mouth going. But yeah. And I think the more we do it, maybe the Twitch algorithm will pick up on it. We'll get some more people in here. We want to feature live chat, studio. Uh, Giggler, I'm going to turn it over to you. Uh, what was your favorite thing about Blade today? Um, just Blade just being a badass every 30 minutes. Like they're, they're just a scene spread out every 30 minutes of the movie where I was just like, I just want to see nothing but this guy just fighting vampires for like the whole entire movie. You almost nothing get else. your wish. It is like mostly yeah. him. Yeah. Like, and oh, yeah, not a ton sure. of dialogue, mostly like fight scenes. And I just want more of it. So, and we're going to get it because good call on, on picking this out. I'm the most random thing when you texted about blade over the weekend, I was like, yeah, but I couldn't wait to turn it on, and it didn't disappoint at all. Yeah, I'm glad. Any excuse to get in here with you two is 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 a is good with me. Scott, why don't you do this? Give us a teaser of like maybe one thing you're really excited about seeing and talking about in Blade Two. Uh, Blade Two. Oh, uh, we we get an unex- unexpected character return. Oh, someone that you might not realize. But I already know who it is. Then yeah, right. I mean, I feel like I do, <laughs> but we'll see. And I just I want to talk real quick. Chris Christopherson is fantastic. So great. So fantastic. I thought about it. I was like, I want him in, like, he played that role so well, and I feel like you could plot him into, like, any superhero, any movie. Like, he just has this demeanor about him, this, like, his voice, the grittiness, like, he knows everything. You know, and I I don't know how much you guys know about Chris Christopherson's storied career. Yeah. 
gold glove boxer. Oh no. Uh, uh army captain. Oh wow. A Rhodes scholar. This is all things that he's uh, really S- yeah, studied at Oxford. This a Renaissance man. Uh he was a uh one of the uh he was in uh the highwayman with Johnny Cash. Mm. Uh like you know, singer, songwriter. Yeah, like, I think this I mean, this guy is like amazing. You could see him just picking a guitar to sing. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Well, maybe we um, hopefully one day we'll see him again soon. Yeah, maybe he'll come back. Dude. He maybe, looks maybe, like he could yeah. play Santa Claus too after <laughs> what he looks like in this movie. Yeah, Kurt Russell's like back off. That's my <laughs> yeah. thing. I thought he was Kurt Russell at I, first. He, I'm not I mean, even kidding. I mean, that's why I said it. They look they definitely look similar. Yes. All right, listener, watcher. Thank you for showing up for mostly superheroes. We got a lot happening and we're having a lot of fun. Uh, we're here to talk about the stories, the lessons we learn, and to have most of all a good ass time. Uh, we hope you keep come back and join us on Twitch. These live shows are not going anywhere, uh, but you'll still always get our podcasts and those podcast apps and wherever you're watching us. Right into the show at mostlysuperheroes.com. We're updating that website constantly for you guys just to make it easy to use. You send that link to your friends. Tell them about the next hit TV and film podcast that's taken off this year because 2022 is our biggest year yet. Season three is firing up. We can't wait to see you next time. More events, more music. We're going to be giving back and we're going to be talking about stories. We'll see you next time on Mostly Superheroes. Take it easy.